So before we jump into the episode, we just want to let y'all know that the Deadass Girls podcast wouldn't be possible without Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free. That's right, they give it to you for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They also got hella dope creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast to make it sound poppin'. They also will help you distribute the podcast. So if you want to grow the Deadass family like we do, you can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also make a little bit of cha-ching from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, to get started. Now let's get this thing rolling. Deadass family, we have some very exciting news. This podcast is now sponsored by Audible. Audible is an awesome service where you can listen to thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, news, comedy, and much more on the go. The app is free and can be downloaded on any smartphone or tablet. You can also listen across other devices and never lose the spot where you left off. Now, being the horror fan she is, Gina highly recommends The Outsiders by Stephen King. And us being two huge wrestling fans, we also enjoyed hearing John Cena narrate the 64th man. Plus, it also helped that the audio series was funny as hell. So to get started, visit audibletrial.com slash deadassgirls. You get one month free trial. Again, that is www.audibletrial.com backslash deadassgirls. This program is intended for mature audiences. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back, you dirty crustaceans. It is a Jizzy, G6, you already know why. I can't fly because I've been having some tremendous pain. But you know what? I'm here. We're, we're fly till we die. And uh, as always, or maybe like a half of the time, you know what? 75% of the time, yeah, my you know, like we, we... <laughs> We'll do a, a smooth little 69% of the time. Like, oh, a smooth 69. <laughs> a smooth 69. <laughs> a smooth 69% of the time. The co-host with the mo-host. Gina. A.K.A. Young Pegatron Prime. Uh-oh, young, she's back. <laughs> young Dagger Dick. <laughs> Let me stop. Auto thoughts roll out. <laughs> like okay so i just thought about that right like if there was a transformer but they had like a mechanical strap on like you know how like when they transform into cars what kind of car would pegatron prime transform into Mm. Mm. what's a car that looked like it would have a big dick uh hmm I feel like a charger. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Or if you're like a, like if you're, okay, so if Pegatron Prime was a Transformer, what color scheme would it be? Would it be all black? Mm, Yeah. Okay, so then it transforms into a hearse. Yup, with a, ooh! (laughs) 
that's it. That's it. Pegatron Prime is a hearse, a black hearse with flames on the side, real Hot Wheels style. <laughs> oh, that Hot Wheels. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. That fucking Hot Wheels Jeep. Facts, with but the- it's a hearse. <laughs> it's a hearse. <laughs> and when I beep the horn, it goes, and we're rolling out looking for a murder. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I hop out that shit in my Crocs. <laughs> I'm done with you. I'm so done with you. <laughs> but wait, if you say we're rolling out finding America's favorite favorite diners, drive-ins, and dives, is that your nickname for the doozy peg? Yep. <laughs> All you can eat, baby. <laughs> So All I right. love how dudes be talking shit, right? But have do you have Mike on Instagram? Uh no, not anymore. Well, Mike put up a whole like 14 story about a girl who ate his ass like two weeks ago. Oh. And he wants to act like he's like, you know, like this is this is new to me. This is but I saw the sparkle in his eye. So you know me. <laughs> You know me, young dagger dick. I was like, Mike, whenever you ready to step up to the big leagues, baby, let me know. I'll make it good for you. Okay, the fucking imagery of you trying to peg fucking 6'6", two-something, Mike is just... Okay, whatever. (laughs) It's art. It's taking your breath away, because same. Big mood. Well then, um, I would well, hog tie his ass. Wow. Like, okay. Boy. <laughs> it doesn't help that his like skin is pink like a little pink. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Mike Love, if you're listening to this, please don't come for us. <laughs> no, he gonna come for me. Yeah, he is. He as gonna, always. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Deadass family, if you don't know who we are yet, go back to episode number one. And then come back to episode, I don't know, fucking 69, I guess. It isn't episode 69 yet. But when we do record episode 69, it's going to be a special one. Yeah. All right. It's just straight disgusting. It's like, we, if we haven't gotten canceled for the stuff before, definitely for this stuff now. (laughs) Yep. I have the perfect idea for episode 69. Instead of, instead of like, you know, our usual intro, I'm just going to turn my vibrator on and put it by the mic. And that's going to be it. It's just going to be, it's going to sound like a barbershop. (laughs) Straight nasty. Disgusting. (laughs) First of all, RIP to all the headphone users. So that fucking interference is going to be so bad. You know what? Let's not even record episode 69. Let's literally just play a, a porn in the background and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's just the entire episode. That's it, bro. <laughs> the episode is just going to be Mr. Lizard King himself, Lex Steel, pounding some bitch <laughs> out. I swear I do my best thinking at around like. 1 a.m. because it just hit me like I was just like wait no because I like I roll over looking at my phone I was like all right I'm awake 
I'm not doing anything. And I have my phone on D&D, so typically after 10 o'clock, if I'm going to get a text, I have to literally look at my phone to get it. Yeah. And all I see is, yo, I was just thinking, guys, Lex Steel is really there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my phone down and uh, I'll come back to that text later when I wake up. And I reprocess what? everything you just said. What and I then and then you provide pictures. Didn't even answer. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like he reached he didn't even respond to what you said. He completely overlooked what you said and texted something else. <laughs> um so it's it's been a while. Shout out to the Get Your Boys for being on the podcast last time. You guys are loved and appreciated. Yeah, and they are hella hilarious. They are hella funny. You know, first of all, we're gonna get y'all the help that y'all need. Homeboys are eating. Now I'm still stuck on that banana and American cheese shit. Like, yeah, know. no, I, that was it for me. I was like, um, I don't want to say struggle meal, but struggle meal like and then he was like yeah you just wrapped a banana around the chair i was like no it, it it's so bad like it just sounds poor yeah like it's it's not for me it's, 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 it really I was like oh wow <laughs> it's, it's not for me but yo shout out to the get your boys for pulling up filling out the spot yo i was cracking up the entire time i was mad sweaty from how how hard I was laughing with them. No, um, so if we're ever in Chi-Town, definitely, uh, you know, pull up and give some love to the Getcho Boys or in Denver as well, because one of them was stunned on us with his beautiful-ass house in the background. Oh, I'm like, damn. Yo, motherfucker had white curtains, floor-to-ceiling windows, a whole-ass white couch. Like, you know you don't give a fuck about being dirty when you buy white furniture. Okay, you Pinterest-ass bitch. Like, listen. <laughs> Fucking modern homes and families. Exactly. Fuck out of fucking home and garden ass house. I was like, wow. <laughs> He's like, God, you know, I just moved here, guys. It's nothing. It's just a little something. I'm like, oh, I see a porch. I I'm see a, pull- a landscaped backyard, sir. <laughs> I'm pulling up and I'm recreating that scene in the Chappelle show. I'm Rick James in the shit. I'm putting my Doc Martens on. I'm Rick James in the shit out of his couch. I'm be like, fuck your couch. <laughs> and then he's gonna have a fucking maid come right after and clean it up. I was like, oh wow. Oh wow. Damn, it's, I feel poor. <laughs> so I'm sure you saw um, WWE announced WrestleMania three dates or three years in advance. How 2023 do you looking right to me, though. <laughs> like, we got... So, I mean, obviously, we kind of knew this year was going to be a two-day thing, which I, I'm i not mad at, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 2022 is in Arlington, Texas, and 2023 in L.A. Yeah, I'm not touching foot in Texas. They could suck my dick for that. L.A.? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> LA, we can definitely do. Um, they need to get their COVID situation handled, though. Oh, yeah, because, because LA stayed locked down. I don't know what it is. That well, you know what? It's probably the influencers who are It's the it. influencers. That's why anytime you tweet out anything about that shit, James Charles is coming to the defense like, no, no. 
I've been in my house all year. Yeah, you've also been chilling with your 25 friends in your house all year. Like, yo, like, I don't understand, right? Because it's it's funny. It's funny in like the most hypocritical way, right? Because you'll see like the influencers and celebrities and whatever. They're they're the first ones to tell you wear your mask, this and that. You know, do all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, literally six hours later, they'll post up a whole last story about them having a fucking dinner party with like thirty guests. And I'm like, um, isn't this a little weird that they, first of all, I don't know 30 people to have a party with. Like if I'm going to have a party, it's probably, it's going to definitely be less than the COVID restrictions of 10. Of course. I only like (laughs) a cool five people (laughs) and the five of y'all will be over for Royal Rumble. Like that's like, you know, we've all been doing our thing, but I'm like I don't I, I don't understand how how you say like oh no oh you know we went to the Caribbean to escape everything I'm like you know people live in the Caribbean right like, exactly like you know they didn't have coast uh, cases until y'all showed up exactly like look at Mexico poor Mexico that can't shut down their borders can't shut down tourism because that's how they make their money and all these like white boys are and white girls are like oh I'm gonna go to Mexico mm-hmm. and now the cases are like sky high and the thing that people don't understand with covid and it's the same thing like james charles was talking about is that oh well my friends and i get tested before we come Mm -hmm. one rapid tests are only 87.5 percent accuracy and two covid has a two to 14 day incubation period so that means you can get tested day seven and not be positive and then Mm -hmm. you're tested day eight and you're positive for covid Yeah, while day seven, you're with your friends spreading the virus that is in your body that just wasn't showing on a test. And um, you're making my job very difficult, and I need y'all to cut y'all shit. Like, (laughs) okay. All right, great. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, so let's say, for example, you go to Trinidad, and I don't know, January 1st. And you get tested December 31st. And you're there for two weeks. Guess what? In those two weeks, COVID is cooking in your body. Exactly. COVID is is creating a full course meal spread, 18 course tasting spread on your ass. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, snap, how did I get COVID? How did I turn test positive? I'm like, um, whoa. Bye. Well, let me tell you how you t- <laughs> Because you are fucking positive for the fucking virus, you idiot. Like, that's how. So, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I have been super socially distancing here because a certain person that I know decided to travel. So, yeah, so I've been stuck in my room. And that's great. I got a a pail in the corner peeing. I'm joking. I don't (laughs) That's too extreme, but... But yeah, yo. Like, but it's the smart thing to do at this point because, like, truly, yo, we're never people leaving this. really got you fucked up out here, and it's like, was that little party worth it? Like, was was going out and doing all that dumb shit worth it? Now right. that <laughs> your mom is on a fucking ventilator, like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, oh, it's so weird. Like. 
Because you watch these disaster movies, right? Like all like Contagion, 28 Days Later, all this and that, right? And then one thing that every disaster movie does is like they all of a sudden people are humane to each other. Like all of a sudden people are helping each other out. Like, oh, the last survivor grabbed my hand, right? Mm -hmm. But I just watched Greenland. I don't know if you ever watched it yet, but it was on Amazon Prime. I had to rent rent it though. Amazon Prime with Gerard Butler. And that was probably the best and most accurate representation of humanity because in the movie, yes, you had some people who were trying to help each other, but you also had the assholes who were like, yo, you know, every, you know, like survival of the fittest. And then you also had those who were like still scheming. Okay, the world is about to end and motherfuckers are still scheming and scamming. Yeah. I'm like, like that was accurate because. It's kind of like what's happening now. It's like, yo, we have a fucking deadly virus that, yeah, oh, you know, the cure, you know, it's only 2%. Fine. The numbers, whatever. But people are still dying before they're supposed to. Exactly. That's what y'all don't understand. Like, yo, maybe grandma could have lived five more years. Maybe your fucking Aunt Susan could have lived more, like, 20 years. Maybe your fucking daughter could have lived to see her 30th birthday, like, Y'all not understanding that it's not like someone's dying of a natural cause. Someone's dying because of a fucking random virus that's gonna get stronger. Like, that motherfucker's about to turn into a Broly. Exactly. Okay? (laughs) Like, a spirit bomb is not gonna get rid of COVID. (laughs) And if you think your ass that sits here drinking four iced coffees a day and smoking on your jewel, and you think, oh, well, my immune system is Goku, and he can't beat Goku. (laughs) Nobody can beat Goku. (laughs) No, you're gonna die, hon. You're gonna die. You're halfway to black (laughs) You're going to die. Like... You're Krillin, okay? Things exactly. don't always end up very well for Krillin. <laughs> exactly. You're gonna catch this fade. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. People would take it more seriously if COVID was more like a like an anime character. Probably. You know what I think? I like think if it was a boss fight. I think what it is with COVID and like me and the doctors at my job were talking about this. I feel like COVID. Now, I'm not wishing that it would kill people. What I'm wishing is that there weren't asymptomatic people. I wish everyone who got COVID, it fucked them up. And I feel like then people would take it more seriously. But I feel like this whole narrative that if you're young, you'll be good is what's fucking people up. And it's like, no, hon, that's not the case at all. That's why there are people that's five. The shit like. Wait, no, mic, that's that's not how it works, baby. What did you say? I'm sorry. Oh no, my bad. Because your mic just cut out there. You said something. Um, no, I was saying that like people just have this narrative of, oh well, it's if you're young, um, it's not gonna affect you. But that's not the case because that's why people like five years old and shit are dying from it, like. That's that's true. So, and you know what it is too. This is gonna sound really fucked up and dark, but I feel like not enough of the right people died. Okay, yep. this is gonna sound old, right? No. And I have a reason why I said this. Don't boo me, people. Don't fucking boo 
told me, okay? This is why I said what I said. Let's say, for example, your favorite celebrity, your favorite musician, your favorite model, influencer, whatever. Let's say they got COVID and died. You will feel a type of way, right? Let's say the crush that you, the dude that you've had a crush on since fifth grade died from COVID. You feel a type of way. Like, and I'm not taking this away from people who actually lost family members because, you know, I have known people who've passed, not only in my personal life, but at work. So I know how hard and how much it sucks. But, like, I feel like if it was, like, if Beyonce had COVID and died, people would fucking flip. Yep. And I'm not wishing it on her, all right? So, Beehive, don't come for me. I'm just saying that. Because in the beginning, we had a lot of celebrities coming out testing positive, which I wasn't surprised about because them motherfuckers are dirty as is. And they be fucking having underground sex parties and shit. So I'm not surprised. Mr. Hamer, we're looking at you, babe. (laughs) Oh, we're going to get to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to get to that. But I'm saying like, if it was someone big, like if LeBron James had COVID and died, people would take it more serious. Nah, that's what I would have just threw myself off the fucking roof, bro. You see what I'm saying, though? <laughs> that would have been it for me. I would have been like, all right, <laughs> world, it, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs> I'm going to head out. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> like, I, and, and, that, and it sucks that it has to get to that point. And it's kind of the, the same with this whole thing of the storming of the Capitol, which let me tell you right now. I was watching that shit live, and a part of me was, like, cracking the hell up, because I'm like, yo, white people are gonna white people, mm-hmm. but then, like, you see the slivers of minorities in there, and I'm like, bruh, this is not our, this is not the kind of activity we sign up for, why are you there? But because, then, <laughs> it, got you, it got you thinking, right? Like, all those movies that they do, like, White House Down, Olympus has fallen to now. How they talk about all the security, bro. That shit. Security only works if you're dark. Yep. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, yo, I, I will never forget that black dude that was walking arm in arm with his white girlfriend Bruh. in that big ass MAGA hat. And I'm just like, sir, sir, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, okay, I get it. You found this white girl. You like her. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But you telling me this bitch is not just... Because I list Republicans in different categories. There's the Republicans that, of course, are racist because they're white and they have that privilege. But they want it to be known very well. Yeah, right. I'm not racist. Um, so you skipped over all those categories of white people to go be with a Trump-supporting white person, bro? That, that, that's the worst of us. Like, you literally... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the like, the whole... Okay, the hilarity of the Capitol thing, right, is because I just finished watching Designated Survivor, which, by the way, good show. Netflix fucked over the third season, but whatever. And it dealt with on the show. It was like the one he was the 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 head of, I think the Department of Urban Land Urban Planning. Oh no, he was a, the 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 thing of Department of HUD, right? He was chosen as a designated survivor, and then 
there was a big ass bombing and everyone in the secession for in the you know up to be president died so he was the one who became president right Mm -hmm. so then they're talking about like all the vulnerabilities in the capital this and that and i'm watching the show and i'm like yo that's so crazy like how could someone pull that off and then literally a week later i see that shit on tv and i'm like oh okay so it is easy to pull off if there's enough of us because the police weren't doing shit like they were standing there with their batons in their hands and a lot of like people were posing for photos like it was crazy right because you know you think back to the protests during last year during the summertime and i'm like yo y'all would swear that they were trying to defend this this land the way that they were you know, acting during the protest. But yeah, you got an actual government building, you know, which I'm pretty sure is a fucking felony crime to do. And motherfuckers were up in there. Yo, there was a dude live streaming on Twitch who just got in trouble for being there, by the way. But you know what it is? And this is why I say Trump supporters are the worst of us. Not because they believe in lizard people and shit. No. But because (laughs) um, they're fucking idiots, bruh. Like, no. For real. You really got brainwashed by this man into thinking that you weren't breaking any crimes. So you thought, talking about, oh, we were invited by our president. Bitch, that is not the fucking White House. First of all, it's try that shit with the White House and Secret Service would have not only shot your ass, but it would have turned around and shot Trump himself. Okay? <laughs> you really thought that you were just going to storm up in that building, try to kill senators, try to kill people in the House of Representatives, try to kill Congress people, and um, what? They were just going to be like, you know what? Right ahead. Right. Right ahead. Go ahead. I, and Go like, ahead. Not only that. But the hilarity of it, too, is y'all are shit-ass criminals. Like, why would you... A dude pulled up with his work ID. With his work ID. (laughs) His fucking work ID. And what cracked me up is that I was watching MSNBC, and somebody, like, a high-ranking official in the Department of Justice was just like, I just want y'all to know that everybody who had their cell phones in that building... We're coming for you. And it's like, yeah, you idiots. Y'all don't understand how cell towers work. You're fucking supposed to be in fucking fuck me, Texas. And you're pinging off the cell tower by the Capitol building on the day that they stormed the Capitol. Niggas going to pull up on you like, why were you there? And what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Um, uh, thing ever because i remember okay the first protest i went to this girl handed me a card right and on a card it had a whole list of things to do one cover your face two cover visible tattoos three turn off your cell phone i was like yo this is the most organized protest i've ever been to and and they were like, oh, if you're going to take photos, don't geotag it. You can go on your iPhone. Like, there was a dude walking around the crowd telling people how to turn off geotagging, which I didn't even know was automatic. Yeah. Okay. Your and I didn't know you could turn that shit everywhere off. Everywhere you've been. Right. Like, there was, yo, th- honestly, the BLM protest I went to, I was like, yo, this is smart. There was another girl handing out flyers for all these phone numbers for the Legal Aid Society, who to contact if you need an attorney, what to say if you get arrested. Like, they were organized. Them motherfuckers were smart. Them motherfuckers knew, like, yo, 
you, not everyone here is going to get arrested. Yes, some of us are going to get arrested, but it's going to be a better time because we know what to do. Versus y'all pulled up January 6th as if y'all were storming Area 51 and live streaming, videotaping, recording. Hey, my name is Jenna Wilson and I live in uh, uh, Bumfuck USA, Kentucky. My address is 507. I'm like, wait, why are you voluntarily giving us all this information? And then why are you shocked when you land in your shitty little regional airport and you get arrested? Like... Y'all not y'all not criminalizing the right way. Like y'all definitely did not. Think yeah, y'all did not think this one through. Y'all like, didn't think this one through. And I just don't understand. Not to talk about looks, but why every fucking Trump supporter look like that? They want to talk about I ain't never seen two pretty best friends. I've never, I've never seen, seen two pretty Trump supporters. A pretty Trump supporter. All y'all hit like. Oh my god. Now they I really only y'all okay. look like experiments that have gone wrong. Like <laughs> this woman really pulled up in her wheelchair, missing her arms, missing her legs, looking like a fucking ch- boneless chicken wing. Like straight. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I, I don't I don't get what they were trying to accomplish. I'm not you really said she looked like a boneless chicken wing. Sis had no arms or legs, bro. Like how you lose your arms and your legs? Like what I, yo, it was I think yeah, it was funny, but the funnier thing about it too is is like seeing everyone online react to it because Obviously, there's going to be memes, right? And there were some funny ones. But then you have those like, oh, well, you uh, uh, you didn't treat the BLM pro. I'm like, well, let's think about it. Because the BLM protests were full of black and brown communities who were organizing peacefully until Yamafa showed up and, and rioted. Versus this place where, like, no BLM protests you know, went up into a government building and said, yo, we're here to take what's ours. Like, we didn't do that. Exactly. Like, okay, somebody firebombed the police station, but, and guess what? Y'all found out that that person wasn't even from that city. And and that's the, the crazy thing, like, what makes me, like, emotionally, I don't know, fucked up about the whole thing was that people live in D.C., all right. Yes, people work there, but people live there. Like people live in the rural areas. People live in the projects. People live in that city. And y'all got motherfuckers from t- Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas, whatever, coming up in here and making a shit show there. And then you fucking it for everyone else because you get to go home. But now these people gotta go through restrictions. Like it's bad enough with a pandemic. You pulling up looking like Bojack Horseman in the face. Ah. But- about oh this is my country my government i'm like bro yes it is you live in this country it's not yours you live in it but it's not yours country that's one two yes it is our government and you should be ashamed of yourself because what were you gonna like let's say for example gina that somebody did grab a senator or a congresswoman or whatever let's say they did accomplish that what do you do next? You're going straight to the Fed jail, bro. 
straight. My, my thing about it is, is what people don't understand is that, yeah, local pol- police are clansmen. Local police yep. are clansmen. So that's why you weren't stopped. But sure enough, when that bitch tried to jump through the fucking window and the mm. secret service put two in her shit. Listen, the feds is different. Local police and feds, it's two, two different, different things. things. Yeah. Two different things. Shorty got her shit lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. It's what she deserves. I don't care. Like, I don't care. And, that and fucking like, man that got <laughs> that got trampled to death carrying oh, a God. don't tread on me flag. <laughs> the irony of it all. It's what you deserve. That man who fucking tased his balls and got a heart attack. <laughs> nah. First of all, what do you accomplish from tasing your balls? What? <laughs> What do you accomplish? Like, why didn't you taste somebody else's balls? Like, why your own? And you had a heart attack from that boy. Like, that is the most cartoony death ever. And then what you gonna do at the funeral? Like, here lies Jim John Billy Bobson the third. You know, good old boy had the electricity running through his body. I'm like, like. Bro, I would be ashamed. <laughs> that motherfucker was the fucking redneck Iron Man and shit. <laughs> oh my god. The, like, it's crazy because, you know, no, the fucking thing that happened after is the FBI literally tweeting, talking about, oh, hey, if you have any information, can you send them our way? I'm like, Bro, you could have arrested all of them there. Like, literally, they were all there to be arrested freely. Like, Honestly, a sick part of me, like, I understand. Because the only way they were going to get arrested there was with local police. And as I said, local police, they are Klansmen. They weren't going to help the situation. A sick part of me is happy with the way the feds work and the fact that they're going to show up to these people's jobs. They're going to show up to these people's homes at 3 a.m. They're going to show up to these people when they're coming back from vacation at the airport and shit. A sick part of me loves that, loves the surprise of it all, (laughs) because they're going to think they're good, bro. And here come the boys. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. It's going to be like... 2025 they completely <laughs> forgot about it here come the feds hey um we've been trying to reach you about your- <laughs> like you know like when you get in trouble as a kid and you think you're coming home to a whooping but your mom doesn't react so you exactly. think you're good right and yep. then you slowly start letting your guard down you're like oh shit i did it i got away with it no one's gonna yep. and then she catches you when you least expect it you and have an alice is that yo, bruh? It be in the shower. It be when when you just pour yourself a bowl of Lucky Charms. You're like, ooh, I'm about to tear this shit up. Nope. She anymore. about to tear you up. She about to tear your ass up. And then you don't even want to enjoy the bowl of Lucky Charms anymore because you're so hurt. Like people are gonna, the, yeah. That that's the sad thing. I'm like, like, all right. You're not happy with the election results. Fine, so be it. I know I wasn't four years ago, 
But my ass did not storm a fucking government building. Hell, all my ass said was, yo, this shit sucks. Anyways, moving on to the next one. Like, you get over it because you know that bullshit happens. And it's like, and on both sides, because I'm not, because trust me, the Democratic Party in itself has many issues. And that's, it's with the older people. Like, you have the old guard who they keep trying to play these political games and then you have the new guard who's like, nah, fuck that. Like, we need we need to get away from this. And, you know, the, as long as the old guard is still alive and well, like, both parties are going to suffer. All right. All both. I know is if they had did something to Bernie, boy. Oh, nah. The way I would have pulled up, like, fucking Captain America. Like, <laughs> the way... But I told you, Jizzy, me and Trevor said it, that if we lived in fucking DC, <laughs> the way I would have been playing Call of Duty out my window would have been different. Because I would have thought it was a zombie apocalypse and I would have just started shooting. Like, be like round 33. <laughs> <laughs> Deploying UAVs and shit. Like, <laughs> Bravo Zero Six, we're going dark. <laughs> God, but yo, all jokes aside, lies. Yo, you think Jackson Riker was at the Capitol? Probably. Yeah, his ass was probably. It would have been funny if Randy Orton was there, and then he couldn't show up to to Raw or SmackDown, whatever. Randy, the thing with Randy is, and that's why I say there's different levels to races. Randy, and that's what white people. There's different levels to white people, bro. That's Randy. wouldn't be there because Randy would be like these fucking ugly ass hicks if they touch me <laughs> it's a fucking rap. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's that's true though there is different levels of white people there's different levels of of black people there's different levels of hispanic yeah. people like like i'm gonna tell you right now the one level they are the proud boys is fucking hispanic bro like bruh. there's different levels to this shit it is there's the coon ass black people there's <laughs> there's Exactly. Like you just have to like I wish we all walked around with like an ID card, like hi, I'm Giselle Francisco, aka level six, uh Hispanic. (laughs) Exactly. And they're like, Oh, you're level six? I'm a level two. I'm like, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Mm. Um, Yeah, this club is only for level fives and higher. You need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) Like, there's like level one. Hispanic, I'm gonna tell you right now, is they're the Cuban. F- they're they, Cuban. Oh, bro, not even like not even no, because I think they're level two. Level ones are your parents, your immigrant parents, my parents included, who come here and they still have that old world mentality. So you yeah. think they're cool, right? You think they're cool, like, oh yeah, you come here with two dollars and a platan in your pocket and you will work for our fucking platano. <laughs> but then you they start talking to you and I'm like, Oh nah. Oh nah, baby. You you are close minded as fuck as uber religious. Okay, that's level one. Level two are Cubans. Yeah. And what did I mean by Cubans? I mean those who come here they Americanize a little, and then them motherfuckers try to be as white as possible, okay? Cubans- and, then you're, and this is the line that's gonna fucking get me canceled. And then you're like, damn, Fidel should have fucking put your ass in the pot and cooked you when he had <laughs> 
<laughs> now, and they're the ones, those Cubans in Florida, that you're like, hmm, Fidel should have did what he was going to do. Like, Fidel should have fucked your shit. Wait, are you saying Cuba's attack on Titan land? Like, <laughs> are you saying Cubans are Titans? <laughs> hmm. And I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> so, yeah, like, level one white person is definitely trailer trash. Yeah. Like, white trash, like... Trump supporter. So, yeah. And they don't even understand why they support him. Yeah, flying they Confederate just, flags in your bedroom. I'm like, bro, you lost. Like... Why are you celebrating a lose? And you're doing it now. Like, that's all y'all celebrate else? Exactly. Because the Confederates lost the war. (laughs) They lost the war. That's why there's no more slaves. That's why my black ass is sitting here right now. Roasting you. (laughs) Roasting you and not in the fields. So you took that L and you carried it for generations on top of generations. And now here you are embarrassing yourself again. By taking another L. Right. Like, like generational L's. I know those pants that they sell at Dick Sporting Goods has a lot of pockets. Because y'all <laughs> white dudes, y'all love those cargo pants. But how many L's can those pockets carry, bro? Like it's it's it, you're missing teeth, that's another L. Oh my god. You secretly want to fuck your cousin, that's another L. Oh, it's not secret. Like, yeah, sorry, openly want to fuck your cousin. That's another L. Like, you just taking L's. You call your grandma Mima L. Like, what? You never had seasoned food L. Like, it's just... It's, God. It's a lot of L's. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot of L's. That That's the name of the podcast, A Lot of L's. A and... lot of L's. Like, it's... <laughs> It's, it, enough is enough. Like, yeah, you live in Florida. That's another Ooh. big L. That's the biggest L you're carrying right Ooh. there. Like, you don't lotion. Like, yo, the amount of ashy white people I've seen in Florida. Bro, can you just imagine how that Capitol building smelled? Like, oh, it smelled like, like, unboy, like, it smelled like hot dog water, wet dogs, and in, in playing in a rain puddle. It smelled like, I don't like chalk it dust. It like Marlboro Reds. Yeah, Marlboro that, Reds, Tennessee you know how whiskey. You meth be cooking? <laughs> Wait, I don't know what meth cooking smells yeah, like. Meth cooking smells different. Um, So it smelled like Marlboro Reds, wet dog, and meth cooking, like, all together. <laughs> it smelled like Madison Square Garden when the wrestling fans be leaving. Let's talk Ooh. about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, I'm gonna need Barclays to put some ventilation system <laughs> if you're gonna have wrestling events because um, I'm convinced COVID started in Barclays Center hallway <laughs> the night after Raw. Like, um, yo, I thought I was the only. Like, I would have to hold my breath leaving when we used to go to events because one it smells like stale beer 
and popcorn and like gum and like stickiness but then you get that faint whiff of like gorilla underarms like when you go to the like when you go to the bronx zoo and the gorilla flings the shit at you like it not only does it smell like the shit but it smells like the underarm of the gorilla and like like you ever like like dug in your belly button and sniffed your finger like it smells like that too bro it smells like in the, the air your ear you know <laughs> your ear after a 12 hour shift <laughs> when you like move your earring and you're like oh wow that nah, that's you know deep. what's worse all right that's this is deep. exclusively for fat people when you dig under a roll you never digged under before yep and you scratch it and you're like what the fuck and you smell that fat actually no it smells like when you take off a cast after you had it in for three months oh yeah that's still sweat yep. yep all right it smells that's like the what... inside of a waist trainer that's that's it right there that's you know, the... that it smells like a fart <laughs> yep right after the BBL. After the BBL, that's how the waist trainer be smelling. Oh, yeah, that's what wrestling... Listen, wrestling fans, if y'all take anything away from the pandemic, please shower with soap hygiene, and water. Hygiene. Okay? Hygiene, baby. Hygiene. Yeah. Split the ass cheeks. Split the ass cheeks. Let some water get in there. Not only let, water, soap. Yeah. Okay. So let the soap, let the water, let it get in there. You know what? Leave the soap in for a little bit. Let it, <laughs> like when you soak in dishes, let it sit in there for a minute. Get so, the gunk out. You imagine someone soaking in a tub and then get up and that shit is like murky? That's nasty. That's not white people shit. They be taking <laughs> baths and shit. And I'm like, yo, do y'all shower before y'all take a bath? Because, um... You fucking in a dirt stew right now, my guy. You, you, like, only thing left is for somebody to bring out a plate of fufu because that's a stew. That's, that, that. Like, who was that dude that used to try to eat Bugs Bunny? And when Bugs Bunny was taking his baths, he used to be there cutting up carrots. Elmer Fudd. I'm crying. <laughs> okay. All right. I have taken baths before, but I have to shower before the bath. You have to shower like... before the bath, bro. <laughs> you can't be there making a jizzy stew. Like, it that's not, that is not the point. You can't hop in the bath, then hop out the bath and be like, yo, I'm clean. No, you're no, not, bro. you're not. Like, you, you've literally been sitting. And then, like, the, the, you know, the bath bombs or whatever you use in it, like, it leaves a weird sticky residue on your skin. Yes. So what I do is, like, I'll rinse off the major parts, right? Underarms, yes. pooch, and ass. And then I'll set up the bath and I'll chill in it for a little bit. And then after, I have to rinse that shit off me because I'm like, ew, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> exactly. You can't just be in the bath. Like, you just... Yeah. Nah. Like, like, you know, like, the only person who can like listen obviously i'm not trying to be an ableist obviously if you're disabled obviously if you have problems with standing up or you can't take actual proper shower yes obviously take a bath duh of if course. you're a child 
duh, take a bath. If you're a baby, take a bath. I'm talking about if you're an able-bodied person, okay? Exactly. Before somebody comes for us, because I feel like you, you like, a lot of people, they, they tend to read way too much into situations when it doesn't really require it. And we're not talking to you. Like, listen, <laughs> rule one of this podcast is mind your business. Like, exactly. that, if I did, if I'm not coming for you, because we are people, we drop names. Oh, so yeah. if we're not dropping your name, we're not talking you're about good. you. You're good, exactly. So <laughs> mind your fucking business, bro. Like, like I, I don't know if you've seen um, the whole thing that's uh, happening on Twitter about Bali. No, what happened? All right, let me fill you in. So she, I don't know what she is. I guess she's kind of like an influencer slash wannabe art author. So she drops a thread the other day talking about how she <clears throat> moved from L.A. to Bali and how she's, like, you know, living her best life, basically, right? So she's, like, a young, black, uh, queer woman who lives in Bali, and she's talking about, like, how much cheaper it is and this and that, right? So obviously everyone gets into it because it's a whole thread. And at the end of the thread, she starts selling a, a fucking book like, oh, buy my book so you can find out more information on how you two could move to Bali or whatever, right? If she don't get her fucking e pray love ass the fuck <laughs> up out of here, like... So, so here's the issue. Like, a lot of people are, you know, are obviously being anti-black. And a lot of people are being anti-LGBT about it. But most people, especially Indonesians, they're like, yo, we don't care... Who you are or what you are, you're still a colonizer because you come here to our pro- poor country and you think that you're because of, you know, the currency exchange rate that like your U.S. dollar is stronger here. So you want to live here all good and high mighty when everyone else in this country doesn't have it like that. Like, that's our problem with it. Not that you moved here is how you're acting while you're moving here. So. I kind of want to ask you, right, like us as being children of immigrants, what do you feel about Americans moving to another country and flexing like they're balling out of control? All right. So I have no problem with tourism. I don't have a problem with going and seeing the world. I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I feel like what people do that is very disrespectful is that the disrespect and I and Mm. I feel like a lot of times with Americans is I feel like they low-key not that they low-key don't know they low-key don't care that they're being disrespectful as fuck like you can't go somewhere and like I was watching this girl on YouTube that went to Bali and they eat like critters and stuff like their street markets they sell critters they sell yeah. stuff like that my thing is nobody asks you to go to these people's markets bro mm-hmm. why are you going to the market zooming in on their food that they eat going ill and blah 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 like stuff like that is what americans do that's disrespectful right that idea of going to bali to be like oh i'm going to go find myself and oh, I found myself, quote unquote, and now I'm going to come and sell a book on it. And that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You can go somewhere 
you can indulge in the culture, you can learn about it, and you can come back home, and you can keep that in your memory bank. But when you try to profit off of some island and profit off of people who are doing, like, worse than you and stuff and who need your tourism to build their economy and stuff, it's fucked up. It's shitty. It's really shitty, and I feel like it's something that I've only experienced with like when I came to America like just how fucked up it all is and it's even and you see it like even in the COVID situation where it's like Mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna go pick your little country to go escape to because one you need me you need me there and two because like who is she to even think like oh I'm gonna go show you Bali and I'm gonna like ma'am you're a visitor like go sit your fucking ass down like how (laughs) dare you go to the people's country and think you know more about the country than an actual person who's been from there like right and that's what's happened like what happens a lot is like you know there's this whole everyone's going crazy on twitter about it and every all these fucking quote-unquote woke people are trying to educate others i'm like how are you gonna educate someone who lives there yeah, and and who works there and like who was raised there about the the norms. Like one thing was she was saying how oh you know me and my girlfriend are here and all the locals have been nice to us. And then a lot of people who live there they're like yo, Indonesia is very anti LGBTQ and exactly. a lot of us are killed for that. So you know they don't touch you because you guys are still americans like you know exactly. you're that's still the privilege <laughs> that you have and that's the thing too that i i kind of don't like about this new school of people it's just this whole idea that once i'm colored and once i'm a part of the lgbtq community i'm automatically right and they think that they have like a free a free card because it's like hey no i can't be disrespectful i can't be this i can't be that because i'm colored i'm black and i'm also part of the lgbt community and you can just you can be just as toxic like you Mm. can be just as fucked up you can be just as disrespectful like that doesn't excuse you from anything like i just i just don't get it like it doesn't make you and that and it's another thing too that I don't like. It's the whole idea of if I'm telling you you're disrespecting me, you can say, Oh, I didn't mean to disrespect you, but you cannot say, Oh, I'm not disrespecting you. Mm. Yes, you are. I'm telling you that you're disrespecting me. What do you mean you're not disrespecting me? You can say, Oh, I didn't mean to disrespect you. Right. But you can say, No, I'm not disrespecting you. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do is like, No, I'm not disrespecting you. But if Indonesian people are saying, Yes, you're being disrespectful as fuck, how about you listen, bro? Like, because it's the same thing here. It's like, Listen, you are a minority here. And you're a minority over there. Like, because, hello, the majority are Indonesians. You just so happen to, like, I'm going to read you the thread. So she goes, moving out of America in my 20s has been a game changer. I've been living in Bali, Indonesia, for over a year with my girlfriend. 
We initially moved abroad for a six-month stay in Bali to stack some bread and elevate our lifestyle. I was broke, struggling to find work the entire year of 2019, and I wanted to take a stab at entrepreneurship. With right there, people who are quote-unquote entrepreneurs are fucking annoying and toxic because guess what? You owning your business doesn't mean that you're more successful than anyone else because your businesses fail all the time. Anyone can literally create a business and be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Literally anyone. I can create a business right fucking now, not selling anything, not putting any capital, whatever, and be like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Exactly. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, honestly. So then she goes, I also wanted to get out of survival mode and tap into how I could thrive. See, that's an issue. Because Americans, and when I say Americans, yes, I am including us, like, you know, Hispanic Americans, Black Americans, Asian Americans, all that. Okay? If you're born here, you're an American. When you go to a third world country and your thing is, oh, no, I'm not going to take in the culture. I'm going to find a way to be better over there than I am here. Bro, that's some colonization shit. Truly. Truly. I know it sucks because we always think it's only white people who colonize. But no, it's anyone. If you're an expat and you only move for the sole purpose for you to ball out of control in a third world country... Bro, that's some colonization shit. Yes. You're taking advantage of the people's resources. That is colonization through and through. Like There you go. It's like Dominicans here, they do that shit all the time. They make all their money, and then they go away for two two weeks out of the year, every time for Semana Santa. And they like to show off in front of their relatives, when in reality, them motherfuckers are just as poor here, living in the projects, making minimum wage, but in DR, they're fucking royalty. It's like, yo, you're taking advantage of the exchange rate. And, yeah, that's great. Trust me. I know it feels cool to finally, like, you know, experience an elevated lifestyle. But it's only elevated because your reality is probably not as bleak as theirs. And that's fucked up because I'm like, how are you looking down at others when you yourself are being looked down on when you go back home? Mm-hmm. Like... Sure, it's a different level of struggle, but it's still struggle through and through. All right. So then she goes, after getting rejected for jobs and living off savings, trying to make my business pop, my girlfriend and I decided to book one-way flights to Bali, Indonesia. All right. Let's talk about it. First of all, if you can live off your savings, you are privileged. You are not fucking broke. Okay. The only savings I had before I got diagnosed with GBS was $1,500. And how did I get there? I had $1,200 that the government gave me, a.k.a. the STEMI. And then the rest of the money is what I put together myself. That's not a lot. That's not a lot to live off three months. that's not even rent bro like bro my rent is 1200 so i that's enough literally for one month of rent a little bit of food and maybe a couple subscription services and then i'm gonna have to figure out which is more important light or gas yeah right so if you have savings that you can live off just to make your business quote unquote pop 
and enough to buy a one-way flight First to of all, bro, that's what Bali? I, that's what I was about to say. Let me look at how much it is to go to fucking Bali. Hold, look that up right now. Hold on. LAX, because she's from Los Angeles. LAX right. to Bali. From LAX to Bali. That's a $1,700 flight. So yep. you had that times two for you and your girl. So that's $3,400 right there that you had to go to Bali. Cheapest one is $856, and you got to make two stops. Yep. So, it, right, like you have between $1,800 to $3,600, $3,700 lying around for one, one trip flights. All right, cool. So then she goes, the island has been amazing because of our elevated lifestyle. Bro, you elevated keep calling lifestyle. it elevated. That's elevated fucking disrespectful. Lifestyle. Wow. Wow. Yeah, elevated lifestyle at a much lower cost of living. I was paying $1,300 for my LA studio. Now I have a tree house for $400. A tree house. You think you fucking Jane, Tarzan and Jane and shit? What, <laughs> what is this bull crap, bro? Like James and a giant peach head ass. Exactly. Like what? So then she goes, being a digital nomad, what the fuck is a digital nomad? Bro, a nomad doesn't use electronic devices. Do we know what nomads are? A nomad is someone who just moves a place to place, leaving no trace behind. That's what a nomad is. It's someone who doesn't have a fixed residence. They move to place to place. They just, they fucking, they hunt for their food and they, they fucking shepherd cattle and shit. Like, you're not a digital, that, that's, that's the stupidest term I've ever heard. So then she goes, I was able to successfully transition my graphic design business on road. I work 100% for myself. In the beginning, it was challenging, but I've grown so much as an entrepreneur. When I think about it, it's super clear that the moves, the move was intuitive. Bali is where I was supposed to be through it all. There was an energy about the states that I had to take a break from. Bali was the perfect medicine. All right. So um, a lot of these spiritual motherfuckers, like, they love to use other countries, like third world countries, as like their, oh, you know, I just come here to meditate, just like really connect with the earth and free myself. I'm like, you know, um... You there bringing your fucking toxic energy to the people. Exactly. Like, you're like, the fucking negative energy in the room, bro. Like, what? Like, like you probably have people, you know, like shamans or whatever, like people praying and they're like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, anyone felt that chill that just came in the room? Exactly. And it's you, bitch. It's, it's you. you. You're the disturbance. <laughs> like, So then she goes, in March, when the pandemic hit, yo, she fucking moved during the pandemic. Great. In March, when the pandemic hit and our six-month plan went out the window, we decided to stay in Bali to wait it out, and we've been here ever since. So I don't know if y'all understand that as family, but when you go to another country and you stay for more than 30 days... You have you have overstayed your tourist visa. You are now an illegal immigrant. That is how you become illegal. Just like all them NYU kids who be overstaying their work visas and their their student visas, and all of a sudden, you know, your Swedish roommate isn't registered in anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Your Swedish roommate who can't get a job because no one wants to sponsor them. 
That's why. Because them motherfuckers are still here. We always talk about illegal immigration as someone hopping a border. I'm like, nah. It's somebody who comes here for vacation, they just decide to not never leave. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Like, white people are never immigrants. Like, is 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 they they could be out of status all they want, but that little white Swedish boy from NYU, he he, nobody's gonna see him as an illegal immigrant. It's like, oh, like oh, he just overstayed his visa. That's whatever. It's like, um, no. Because he, they clearly decided to do that. Like, they knew what they were doing. <laughs> so then she goes, some major benefits of moving to Bali. Safety, low cost of living, luxury lifestyle, queer friendly, black and Bali community. And hold on. There's a whole community of black folks on the island. This was taken after the murder of George Floyd. They, yo, who uses a caption? This was taken after the murder. Bruh. I don't want to see a photo of y'all frolicking in a beautiful country. Talking about, yeah, this was after the, the murder. Like, how tone deaf is that? And then she goes... Overall, Bali has helped me heal from childhood traumas, some physical ailments. Uh, The entire experience has been about healing and growth. I needed to press pause on my American life to rest and heal. And that is the thing. And that's the thing. I'm going to put it out there that I'm black, that I'm gay, that I have childhood trauma and all this stuff. So not only will people pity me, but I'll look like a savior as well. And if that is not the most fucking colonizer shit I've ever heard, I don't know what the fuck is. (laughs) Like, you're not some fucking savior to these people. That's... That... (sighs) Oh my god, I fucking hate it here. Like I, I, I just. So there's a couple stuff, but it was like she was like, honestly, y'all, 2020 was the best year for me. Even with all the quarantining, I was able to focus without the dictation of American news or political drama. We try to stay informed, but for the most part, we have a healthy detachment from the chaos, and it's been rewarding to use the silence to build to build with my partner. And then she told. Fact that you can separate yourself from a deadly pandemic, from all the bullshit that's going on, it's is privilege. You have the privilege of doing that because you had enough money to go live in a treehouse in Bali. Mm. That's privilege. That I you can form it in whatever fucking throat chakra bullshit <laughs> you wanna put it to but the fact of the matter is is that that's still privilege that you got to go live in bali not working not worried about where your next meal is coming from not worried about your loved ones dying not worried about any of that shit that is privilege that's the same thing like kylie jenner who got who gets to live up in her mansion, not worried about anything. All these influencers that get to live up in their mansions, not worried about anything. Because guess what? Where I am, all the way up here, this virus cannot touch me. Mm. Poverty cannot touch me. That is what privilege is. And no matter if you're black, white, whatever, no matter if you're gay, straight, whatever, no matter if you're mentally well or what, 
you're still toxic as fuck and you're still privileged as fuck, bro. Like, and I don't give a fuck about what type of healing you're dealing with or whatever the fuck you're dealing with. You're still a fucking colonizer as privileged as bitch. Like, it's 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 the same thing. Yeah. It's I couldn't have thing. said it better myself. Like, and like you're literally in a treehouse looking down on people up in the sky away from all the fucking bullshit of the world. You're even in a poor country and that mm. poorness still isn't touching you. Like how mm-hmm. more privileged can it get? Like Right. <laughs> like and don't get me wrong, like I make those comments all the time how I wanna move out of America, you know. Because there's things in other countries that are better. But it's never been, oh, yeah, I, I want my dollar to go further. I'm like, no, bro, I want to go somewhere that can pay for my health care. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like where I can go and get a job and I have rights and shit. And, like, right, and like I can, I can actually afford a fucking home or exactly. something. Exactly. <laughs> Not on some, yeah, you know, just some true healing and I want to elevate my life because honestly, and I'm going to go meditate on top of a fucking lavender bush with a shade <laughs> with sage shoved up my ass like get the fuck out of my face bro like so was, like that is blew up so apparently people in Bali reported her and her partner to uh, immigration <laughs> alright so all her accounts are shut down now and she was trying to peddle this fucking ebook. Like, yeah, I can. Oh, that's the worst of it. Is what she said. It was like, click, click the link in my bio, so I can show you how you can travel to Bali during COVID. Bruh. You encouraging motherfuckers to travel during a deadly pandemic to a third world country that. You know what? Let me not even say third world because America's third world as well. You're telling them to go to another country that probably doesn't have the same medical resources as we do. And, you know, just to kind of like goof off or whatever. Like, yeah, to go expose these people to this deadly virus that these people probably have under control because they have people that listen to their government and shit. Mm-hmm. To expose people to these de- this deadly virus so that you can sit on top of your mountain where it's not going to affect you. But it's going to affect the street worker that's pushing to sell his food on the street that you're going to come in contact with and it's going to affect his family. Right. But it's not going to affect you. <laughs> so it's just crazy to me because, um, you know, dead ass family. Listen, if y'all gonna, if you want to elevate your lifestyle, elevate it here. You don't have to go to another country to be better. You don't. If you think you do fine, but you need, there's a fine line between. How about you go to Bali and build some fucking houses for people and shit? Right. Or like teach or something. (laughs) Yeah, like go to these countries that you want to frolic on the beach and shit and go there and help the people. Like actually help the people. Not sit there like, oh, well, you know, one US dollar equals 600 Costa Rican dollars. So I'm going to go move to Costa Rica because I'm going to elevate myself. Like, right. shut the fuck up, bro. Like, 
And then also, it's like, you're still an American. You didn't renounce your citizenship. So if shit pops off, let's say, for example, me and you, like, yo, Gina, that's it, I'm tired of it. Let's go to a fucking island of Samoa. Let's go get ourselves some Samoa men, blah, blah, blah. And we show up, and I'm like, oh, this is, oh, no, honey, we in the, <laughs> a white refrigerator. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, we pull up, and we're like, oh, okay, I guess. But, hey, one U.S. dollar is, I don't know, a fucking million Samoans. And I'm just making that up, guys. Don't make, come for me. But then, you know, you're like, oh, shit, yo, we're living in a fucking four-bedroom, five-bathroom mansion we're driving around here. We only got to work one hour a day. Like, we're balling out of control. And then shit pop off. I don't know. A fucking volcano erupts. Guess what? We got options. We can literally go to the fucking embassy. Be like, yo, get us out of here. Come right back to New York. Be like, yo, that was fun. That was kind of cool. Sucks for those people who got left behind. But, yo, that was lit. Like, we have options. You have an option. You have options. Like, when there's a fucking civil unrest in Bali or in the, you know, in Indonesia in general, or fucking the dictator decides to do some fuck shit, you can go to the American embassy and get your ass out. Nobody else can. Yep. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the island of Samoa and then I'm going to come back to America and I'm going to become like a world renowned Samoan chef. And it's like, bitch, you fuck. And this is the things that American people do that is just, like, you're disrespectful as fuck. You are disrespectful as fuck. Here you are now. You took all these resources, all this knowledge from these people, and you brought it back to your country to now elevate yourself. Mm. What does that sound like? Mm, I don't know. Sounds familiar. Certain Christopher Columbus exactly. who came somewhere. He was like, "Oh, y'all got corn? Y'all know how to bathe? You don't mind if I just uh, take a little swipe of Rooney? And you know what? We don't need y'all to snitch on us, so we're just gonna kill you guys all, okay? Exactly. But like, not before we're just I force bring our deadly fucking virus to your fucking country, right? And just kill y'all yeah. off." Not gonna lie, I would like if travel like if time travel was real, I would love to go back to all those times, like right before they pulled up, right before the colonizers pulled up, just to see like how awesome life was. And I just want to stand there and roast the colonizer. I'm like, yo, ooh. Like you mentioned you 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 know, your great 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 great, you know, grandmother, she's like this super awesome native woman who's just a badass balancing two kids and fucking cooking. And she's like, Oh, what's that smell? You mm y'all bathed, right? You guys all bathed? Okay. Honey, what's that smell? The the island smells like death. And then they're like, Oh yeah, this uh is a white man with uh, lesions. Oh, white man. A white man. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's wearing clothes. They're like, yeah, but he got lesions everywhere and sores and, ooh, he's wearing socks. Ugh, all right. Let's see what the fuck he wants. Hey, welcome to our country. Um, Do you want to maybe freshen up before you come into our, you know, wigwam, you dirty fuck? I mean, um, sir? <laughs> shower them off and shit like yeah um uh, yeah we've been on this boat for like months yeah you smell like 
you mm-hmm. might want to go wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and stop looking at our women with your dirty diseases that you're exactly with you. like. Ew. I'm telling you, I'm pulling up in hell and I'm changing every. I'm gonna colonize hell. When I die, <laughs> I'm colonizing hell because boy, when I tell you some people catching fades from me left and right, boy, Wait, I'm literally gonna start you... a fight club in hell. <laughs> start a fight club in hell. Motherfuckers gonna catch these hands. Like, okay, no, that's the new name. I'm colonizing hell. Motherfucker gonna catch these hell at hands. And when I'm in bed with Satan and we're doing pillow talk, and I'm like, babe, where the fuck are we kicking these people out? We gonna have to find something deeper than hell to turn certain people to. Because when you lose in the Fight Club, I don't know what's gonna happen. You but get kicked you, out of hell. You getting kicked out of hell. So is it gonna be like hell two or something? Hell squared? I, I don't know, but something something's gotta be. <laughs> Because I'm pulling up to the table. I'm kicking it over. I'm fighting Trump. I'm fighting fucking Christopher Columbus. Like, I'm telling you, ninth grade English teacher, Miss Smith, bitch, you catching these hands. I'm fighting. Ew, you have Miss Smith too? God, I hated that bitch, yo. She looked like a crazy cat lady. And she smelt like one too. Yeah, she, ooh. Oof. And that bitch told me that I plagiarized a fucking paper that I worked so fucking hard on and really kicked off my mental health. Like, <laughs> couldn't prove where I plagiarized the paper from, but literally said that I plagiarized the paper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a low-key racist because one time I didn't show up to school because I was sick and I pulled up to class the next day. She was like, yeah, where you been? I was like, I was home sick. Uh, what? She was like, oh, I think you were cutting my class. And I was like, well, even if I was, who cares? You can't do anything. You don't have proof. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when my mom pulled up to the school, bruh, it was like, um, uh, yeah, so I'm a teacher. And she was like, oh, you're a teacher? And she was like, yeah, I'm a teacher. And she was like, so... You said my daughter plagiarized something. Where's the proof that she plagiarized it? Mm. Like, she was like, where's the proof? Like, And this was way before the turn it in technology, which, by the way, if I was going to school now, I would be fucked. Okay? I would be severely fucked, because I'm not going to lie. I have had instances where I, I don't know, paraphrase a few things from Wikipedia without, <laughs> without sourcing it. Or maybe, you know, copy-pasted something from Cliff Notes. Of course. You know? I, listen, listen. listen. <laughs> I feel like colleges cost way too much for me to be thinking about shit. Like, listen, you're going to get this homework, and you're going to mind your fucking business. But my mom really came in like Phoenix Wright, ace attorney. Like, she had English... um. Um, certificates that I got and uh, writing awards that I got and she was like my daughter been doing this writing shit bitch like she was putting them out on the oh table my she, was God. Like, she was like um, so so you're gonna give my daughter and she was like yeah she'll get a C my mom was like no you're gonna give my daughter she was like come on, come on. <laughs> yo she pulled up my trips 
she no when i said my mom pulled up on her bro her and miss Moscone. like when i said my mom oh pulled my up God. with the case file like boom yo r.i.p to miss Moscone. she died uh in my head yeah yeah it's that bitch because she was chain smoking sounding like big <laughs> In my head, she died. I don't know if she died in real life, but whatever. So in my head, Goldstein burnt down four times. <laughs> don't even know where that place is. I will say, though, the happiest memories I've had of high school do not involve school. They don't. It involves things that we did either after school or while we were cutting school. Like, it yeah, never it, really... It was never school. It was... <laughs> It wasn't like, yeah, yo, I had the best math teacher. Like, nah, like, huh. bro, the second day of school, I spread a rumor that he died going to Canada, and that shit ended up in the yearbook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've spread a fucking fake rumor. They're like, oh, why is Mr. Squabble's absent? I was like, I don't know. He probably got high and got ran over by a truck going to Canada. And then all of a sudden fucking the next day the whole school knows and i'm like yo it was a joke like i don't know who took this far but you know what white kids love rumors so they they ate that shit up and then when he comes back the next day he's like i'm alive who said i died i was like sheesh that's crazy who did say that hmm interesting <laughs> anyways here's a homework <laughs> like wow um like who who just like how they started the well, that wasn't a rumor. I don't give a fuck. Mr. Munns was definitely fucking Megan. Like, Bro, Mr. Munns was definitely okay. So, um, by the way, dead ass family. So we went to this all white high school in Brighton Beach, which is the whitest of white communities. Super Polish, super Russian, super Jewish, super racist. And we were probably one of I don't know ten minorities in our school. And yes, we all hung out together. Yeah. Okay. So we had this. Wasn't he English? Like a British dude? No, Mr. Munns was that fucking white dude that like he had. He was he, like he a was, redhead, right? He was no, he was brown hair, but he was like that vegan. Oh, I bike to work. Oh, yes, I, yes, yes. He had like a mm, thick beard. It, mm, I don't know. It looked red to me, but it could have been like a light brown or something. You know yes. what? White dudes be growing out their beards and the hair be dying and shit. Their hair yeah. turns red and shit. Like <laughs> it's the lack of the oils, babe. Like, he definitely fuck this student named Megan and then she got pregnant and then all of a sudden she was no longer going to our school mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he was no longer in our school mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden and, oh and like sis wasn't making it like low key or anything like sis oh, was nah. like sis was like oh I'm gonna sh-. sis literally showed us like her in the man's bed like sis showed us like she was like oh i'm gonna draw out the plans to his apartment <laughs> like full-blown showed us how his whole apartment looks she was like yeah he has a plan here and um and we're just like okay um someone's gonna snitch on you real soon like right. and then and i'm like us- so you know, like in the future, when she does come out and says that she was groomed and victimized, like, do you think that? I know that's a hot take, but like at that age, you know, in high school, you kind of know. You listen, 
Megan was going after Mr. Munns. I I don't, I don't I don't care, bro. Like I don't, like homie. Like when it first started, homie would be kicking this girl out his office, kicking this girl out his classroom, and here she would come. Oh, I got you a Snapple. Cause remember we had those Snapple, Snapple vending machines. machines. Bro, the Snapple vending machine alone is responsible for my 70-pound weight weight gain in high school. I, I Can I sue Snapple for making me a super obese? Like, I was already obese to begin with, but they made it super. It's the fucking jungle juice that the pizzeria <laughs> used to sell that was straight sugar for me. Like, it was the cheese fries with honey mustard. <laughs> You know what? The dead ass guys are gonna bring a lawsuit against LMG and Pizzeria Boulevard. <laughs> we're we're bringing a lawsuit. I, I don't know if we have any merit, but y'all definitely added to the extreme weight weight gain. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... <laughs> like it was like the only time I literally lost weight was when I started playing handball because that's all I was doing, and then right after that I stopped. And then all of a sudden, the pounds were like, oh, we're back here, guys. Back better than ever. The only time I lost weight was when all I used to do was smoke fucking weed and, like, go home and go to sleep. (laughs) I miss when I never used to get the munchies. Like, now? Now I'm smoking weed and I'm ordering $70 worth of sushi off of Grubhub. (laughs) Like, First of all... You know, in actuality, your order was only $30, but Grubhub adds all those fucking taxes and fees, and that well, shit my, comes out to $70. But my ass is so high that I don't even care at this point that the delivery <laughs> fee is $26.54. Like, I'm like, hmm, sounds about right to me. Like, hmm, place order. Great. Like, huh? Oh, they're traveling from Mississippi? Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll wait for yeah, four to six I'll days. <laughs> Yo, like two weeks ago, I got so high, bro. I left my Grubhub outside. Like, I woke oh, up to a text my. message that was like, "Oh, your Grubhub order is outside." It was like six a.m. I was like, "Oh nah." Did you still eat it? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was just curious. Like it was some McDonald's. I can't eat no fucking oh, seven hour waiting nah, outside you, McDonald's. You you right, you right. <laughs> I mean somebody would somebody would try. Hell yeah. I was like, damn, I'm tight, boy. Yo, actually, um the thing I hate about ordering delivery is like on Uber Eats and DoorDash, especially DoorDash, they take a picture of like where the food is and sometimes like is if, if it's like me or especially when my boyfriend goes pick up the food and that motherfucker looks like Bigfoot like walking away <laughs> like like the photo be mad grainy and it's just yeah, be like, like hey what, someone what did you take this picture on bro like like do you use a fucking next tell like what fucking and like I'll get the text message like your food was picked up and it's like Trevor going back into the building I'm like bro this looks like a fucking Bigfoot sighting, like this shit looks crazy. Exactly. Or they want to take a picture of you and it's fucking you, like looking crazy. You're just like, <laughs> you I just want to eat these fucking fries. Can you get out of my face? Right. Like, like, oh, let me take a picture of the food. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm freezing. I'm wearing shorts, Mitch Matt socks, 
I got a fucking stain on my hoodie that I've been wearing for five days straight. Like, can I please keep this going? <laughs> exactly. Yo, where do you think fashion goes after quarantine? Because, like, now, like, I don't know if you've been online shopping, but a lot of these stores are now, like, selling, like, oh, quarantine comfort and p- uh, pandemic PJs or whatever. Like, people are starting to wear more casual stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this, like, takes off? Do you think this becomes permanent? It's either that or we, like, start going outside in ball gowns because all we've been wearing <laughs> is sweatpants for the past, like, year and a half. Like, so basically, like, the 20s where after the Depression, people wore suits yeah. and dresses and shit. Yeah. They're like, oh, Margaret, hello, I didn't see you there. Like, oh, yes, I've been wearing the latest Versace collection. Like, oh, hmm, is that spring 2020? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. (laughs) You're still going through the depression, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's going to be people who really dressed up, and those are the people who succeeded after the depression and got businesses and shit and it's gonna be us who's wearing like sweats and like like hey guys they're like oh you're still quarantining i'm like no this, no this, this is this is how i dress like, oh um mm-hmm. the homeless shelters that way i'm like oh wow okay because <laughs> <Well, laughs> <good. laughs> like I'm about to go back to work, so I had to buy new clothes because now they have a new dress code, fucking all black. I'm like, great, whatever. So I'm looking through these websites. I'm like, oh, so nobody wears suits anymore. No one wears uniforms, which I'm glad because I'm not going to lie. I think professional clothing is the stupidest fucking concept. Exactly. Ever. Okay. Yeah. Like, yes, I understand you wear a uniform. Uniforms are cool. Fine. It takes the guesswork out of figuring out what you're going to wear. But places that don't have a uniform, but they have a dress code, that's the dumbest fucking idea. Because I'm like, bro, how does me wearing jeans and a t-shirt make me any less professional than someone wearing a suit and tie? Like, you can wear a suit and tie and still be unprofessional as fuck. Like, exactly. like, hello, look at all these Taking companies. your fucking 17 smoke breaks outside. Right. Just because your belt is Hugo Boss, that doesn't mean shit. You fucking... Like, bro, like, I'm saying, I'm like, all right. So let's say, yeah, I wear a blazer and I wear pants. Okay, cool. I look all prim and proper. But what if I open my mouth and I just start saying some wild shit? Is that still professional because I'm dressed like one? Exactly. Like, no, like, I've had, I've heard the most unprofessional shit come out of people's mouths dressed up. Um, and my thing about it, I feel like the best dressed people at work don't do the least work. I'm sorry. Oh, that's true. Because I have a couple of workers with me that they wear their scrubs, but they have their lashes done and their hair done. And I'm here running around like a psychopath in my <laughs> bun and my fucking, like, and it's like, um, one hash, one lash hanging off for dear life. Yeah, like, and it's like, um, did you do any work today, babe? Because why do you look the same <laughs> what, since when you came in this morning? Like, we saw 300 fucking patients. How do you look the same? Like, bro, that's my boss. Like, she be, she be dressed up out there. Like, sometimes I be wondering, I'm like, are you going to the club after this? Because that's, there's no way that that's deemed quote-unquote professional clothing 
But then she swears up and down she's busy. I'm like, okay, so what did you do today? And then she can't name a thing that she did. And I'm like, yeah. Sounds about right. Mm. You just, I think you pretend to be busy. I don't think you really are. I'm sure of that. (laughs) Exactly. Because I pull up to work with my edges done. And by lunchtime, them shits are sweated out. Yeah. Okay, so I know you didn't do shit because how is it that you came here with straight hair and you're leaving with pin bone straight hair? Straight hair. Like, I don't get it at work too, bruh. I be coming home, one nail broke. One, I'm, I'm like, bruh. Like, I look like I just fought a war. Like, honestly. Right, it's like, it's the same thing in wrestling. Like, when you see... Man, when you see Sasha after a match and she be looking busted, you know she put in work. Yeah. You know she was working her ass off. You know she was going hard. But then you put Alexa Bliss in a match and after the match she looks mad normal. Like she was fighting a bottle of setting spray and shit. Like, <laughs> like she was in the ring fighting the makeup artist. Like she sis be having not one hair out of place. Like Girl, I'm like, yo, how you still look prim-? And then people are like, oh, well, maybe she doesn't sweat as much. Bro, it doesn't matter, okay? Me going up a flight of stairs, I'm out of breath. Bruh, you know who, though, be taking it to the next level? Charlotte. Oh, nah. <laughs> nah, Charlotte look like she be fighting a makeup wipe, and a makeup wipe be winning. Like, Charlotte be... <laughs> Charlotte be coming into the ring yellow, and she be leaving pink and white. And I'm like, bro, I know you put in some work because your whole areola's out, your ass is out, your fucking tights are torn, your fucking lip injections are deflated. I'm like, bro, did you fight a bear? Like, she really be waking up, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's you, huh? You. Well, that's Naya, too, though. Naya makeup doesn't move in matches. Bro, but, okay, let's talk about the makeup. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's doing Naya's makeup back there, she does not need to look like the the wrapper of a Hershey's bar, Okay. The grays and the browns do not match. She literally looks like the wrapping of a Hershey's bar. She literally looks like a swamp rat. I don't know who... Bro, the inside of my PC does not have as much color as Naya's makeup does, okay? Like, my LED lights don't even shine that bright, okay? We need to talk about mixing the perfect foundations. Like, bro... Fire everybody in WWE. Like they be using cement as contour because the gray, (laughs) like I just I don't get it. Like she literally like I said this the other day, I'm like, yo, she looks like she's casket ready for a clown funeral. Like Mm -hmm. there's absolutely no way that she that her forehead should be one color. Her cheeks another color, her chin another color, her nose another color, and then she starts sweating, and not from in-ring performance. She's sweating because she's big, okay? And yes, we sweat when we walk. So by the time that she gets into the ring, her forehead is already fucking muddy. Like you know those drip cakes you see on Instagram when they yeah. be dripping the frosting off the side. That's what <laughs> that bitch be looking like. 
And the thing with Naya, too, is that you know she backstage running off her mouth and shit. <laughs> Oh you would God. think that she would be back there taking it easy, like she back there acting like a whole fucking clown and coming out looking like she ready for a performance. Like, right, I'm like, yo, like, and the thing is that she's had really good makeup looks, and I know that she can pull off good makeup looks, but recently she's been looking horrendous. Okay. Um, right, I don't know. Speed racer. Yeah, fucking Ghost Rider's outside right now. Hopefully he takes somebody's soul. I don't know. I hate it here. <laughs> Hopefully it's mine. <laughs> they just pull up like, hi, um, I'm here for Gina. I'm be like, yes, bitch, your I'm soul. waiting. He's like, your soul is mine. But then, like, he reads your soul. He's like, oh, wait, no, this is too dark. Um, and He's like, I don't want it. Yeah, like, you can have it back. Here you go. Like, tell Satan I said hi. And I'm like, daddy, please take me. Take me. <laughs> he's like, no, get away from me, you crazy bitch. <laughs> he's going to turn into fucking Alexa Bliss saying, do it. Do it. I want it. For real. Yo, what um how have you been enjoying Raw and SmackDown and NXT lately? I only enjoy SmackDown. Oh okay. <laughs> I no, honestly, it's to the point where I don't even want another um draft because the SmackDown roster is just like so perfect. That's like it's true. it's perfect. Like it doesn't need to be touched. It does Raw, fire everybody on Raw. I'm over it. <laughs> Not gonna lie, like I'll put it on and I be forgetting this three hours because I look up and at like nine fifteen. I'm like, this shit is still on. Damn, I thought it finished already. <laughs> yeah, like. And as soon as I hear the fucking bagpipes and no Drew McIntyre is coming out, I immediately get upset because I just he's <laughs> Yo, literally so... the walking embodiment of paint drying. The man is boring. <laughs> He really is. He is so boring. I don't understand. Like, they're really trying hard to push him, but I just can't get behind it. Like, I there's just nothing to him that says, Yeah, I'm I'm here for Drew. And the people who who like I wanna ask the dad's family, like truly, truly, truly. Do you like Drew McIntyre or do you just like that it's not Roman? Ask yourself that. Ask yourself. Do you like Drew McIntyre? Or do you just like that he's not Brock? Hmm? It's quiet. Ain't no back talk. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not going to lie. That's why I liked him originally was because I was like, hmm. It's nice to not see Brock Lesnar on my TV. Right. Like, oh, I'm better than Brock. And then after, and then you start to see him, you're like, oh, damn. Brock was probably a little better. All right. So I just want to say this um, <laughs> because WWE, we got a secret listener in WWE that be stealing my ideas. So here, here's my idea. Mm-hmm. I'm sensing Sonia Deville getting into the Roman Reigns family line thing. I'm sensing... Ooh. 
I'm sensing the smirk she be giving Paul Heyman. I'm sensing, uh, yeah, we're going to have her in a position of power, but she's going to secretly be... Roman's going to have her in his pocket, too. I don't want anything romantic because that's cringy as fuck. The woman is gay. Yeah, we don't want it. That line that Paul Heyman said about her perfume, I was very uncomfortable. So we're going to stop that. (laughs) We're going to stop that, WWE. But I sense it. I sense it. I sense it. I, I think it's good. I think it's a great thing. I Yes, I want Sonya Deville as general manager of SmackDown, but she does Roman Reigns' bidding. Like, I'm... I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I I definitely... Because, like, when she... First of all, she has the look. Yes. Can you imagine Roman's theme song hitting and him and Sonya coming out in a matching black suit, bruh? That's it for me. That's it for me. That that that's <laughs> that, <laughs> that, yo. I see it. She's kind of like, like you know how Satan has an an apprentice or an assistant. That's her. Yeah. Just doing crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I hope so. I hope they don't drop the ball because. <sighs> honestly, the women's division has been kind of lacking. Like, and it's any time they put Sasha Banks as the head of it, bruh, I don't know what it is with Sasha. She has this thing to me just like Daniel Bryan and just like AJ Styles, where I love to see her fighting for the title, but I mm-hmm. hate when she wins it. I don't know what happens to them after they win titles, but, it, like... Is it? Okay, I don't think it's Sasha. I think it's how they overexpose them when they win. Because think about Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's rise was like a fucking meteor, like just coming out of fucking nowhere. Like it, he was on top, and they did everything in their power to make sure that he's on top. To a point where it felt like, yo, is there no other wrestler that exists but Daniel Bryan? Like, is that is this the only person that exists? Same thing with AJ. AJ wins the title or AJ, you know, is the top of the division. And all you hear is just AJ, AJ, AJ. So the same hate, it's kind of like the same thing that happened when Roman was first being pushed on us. And people were like, oh, they're shoving him down our throats. I think that's what it is. It's like they put all their eggs in one basket and that's it. And they don't plan for plan B, plan C, plan D. They just hope that plan A works well enough that they don't have to work hard on anything else. It's the because, truth. because and the, I, also the other thing about it too, especially with Sasha, is that she don't have energy for anybody that's not Bailey, bro. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just Bailey, but no, Bailey, I feel like is going to have a great match with Bianca Belair when that shit happens. Right. Sasha just doesn't have chemistry with anybody that is not Bailey. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't work well. I don't know if it's because she doesn't have a good relationship with the rest of the girls. I, I don't know what it is, but it just, 
it doesn't work. Like mm-hmm. her and Carmel. Car- First of all, Carmel looks disgusting. I'm sorry. I hate to say that. <laughs> no, I agree. I I don't know. Like, are and they then that kinda... little Keebler elf that they have her with? <laughs> I, I, okay, I am gonna say this. One thing that WWE does a lot that I don't like is how they always use a man to further the storyline of someone, like some background dude. But it's always a black guy. They always do it with Carmella. Yeah. It's always with like, Carmella. First she had James Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. Then, then she had R-Truth. Right, R-Truth. And now, now this dude. Keebler elf. <laughs> the Keebler like, are you telling me that Carmella's not strong enough to elevate herself? Yes, you're right. But at the same time, it's like, you're... <laughs> like, facts. But at the same time, it's like, well, why you try to push her on us if she can't even push herself? That's one. And then two, it's like, how do wasn't bad in the she wasn't she was really getting good in the ring like that match with her and charlotte it was a really good match like and then she regressed and then and then she went away to i don't know play homewrecker games with Corey graves Ooh. and Ooh. i don't know what happened after oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, let me not say that. That siren is that's that's you murdering Carmella. <laughs> that was you murdering Carmella. Like, that's them bringing the body bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're like, yo, somebody, somebody just create, just call, somebody just committed murder. Exactly. Jizzy attacks is super effective. It's super effective. <laughs> Jizzy attacks with the truth. It's super effective. <laughs> no, but um, it's just like like her, Mandy Rose. Like, what is their gimmick? What are they supposed to be? Who are they supposed to be? Well, with Mandy, I understand because Mandy is fine as fuck, bro. Like, oh what? yeah, and she's strong. She could get a little better in the ring, sure. Yeah, definitely. And on the mic, boy, that fucking generic ass. And I'm putting myself in the like. All right, Mandy. Sure. Like, are you about to come? Like, do I need a camera? Do I need a sound guy? What's going on? (laughs) This is not a um sofa taping. This is. With a dirty ass black leather couch in the background, like this, this is not what this is, babe. Like, <laughs> it's true though. I I know exactly what you mean. Um, with, as far as like with Sasha and Daniel Bryan, like Sasha is um, listen, she's amazing on the mic, and she's amazing in the ring. And anyone who says otherwise, you're clearly- racist. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say that, but I am you know, it's like racist. You clearly I don't know why you wanna hate on Sasha so much because you know she's superior, but whatever. The thing is, it's true. She can't carry the division by herself because she she doesn't see herself as being able to 
have matches with anyone but Bailey. And that's the problem. It's like you see, you guys had them rely on each other so fucking much that by themselves you kind of lose people. Because I'm gonna be honest, Bailey by herself is fucking boring. Sure, she's good in the ring. I mean, I hate her fucking finisher, but she's good in the ring. She's subpar at best. Subpar at best on the mic. Okay, she sounds like a fucking eighth grade bully that I'm like, I will mush her fucking face in, whatever. But after that, it's like, what do you have? My thing is, I need to be seeing more of Bailey's butt. I hate to suck. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sure, sure. That's the that's the B and LGBT coming out. Like, like, wow. <laughs> that's the fucking. Listen, you need to watch yourself before Alphabet Mafia come for your ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're the gay police. Where's Gina? I was like, uh, she's not here. Oh yeah. Well. <clears throat> January 17th at approximately 6 p.m. She said, quote, I need to see more of Bailey's cheeks. That is a violation of uh, Article 4, subsection 2, by phobia panic. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, wow. But, like, damn. All I said is I wanted to see sister's cheeks. Like, what? Arrest her! <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll come right for me after as well. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Uh, do you recall the January uh, 19th? 2024 i'm like excuse me we're not even in that year yet like yeah well we already looked into your future and you are quoted by saying quote i want beth phoenix to bench press me naked i'm like oh wow um (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i said that in the future wait i'm alive in the future yeah that's 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 kind of disappointing i wasn't wasn't looking forward to that but They don't try anything to alter the future. <laughs> you imagine you just like try to like eliminate yourself and then it just doesn't work because you need to live in the future so you can say that. <laughs> Seriously. But listen, if they haven't come for me for all the things I've said about Tony Storm, then all right, when is Tony Storm getting moved up to the main roster? <laughs> I'm afraid of her moving up to the main roster because I feel like they're just going to do the same thing that they did to Shayna. They're just going to fucking waste her away. You notice that Shayna's hairline has rapidly decreased since she was moved up? Like, yeah, it was already like, fading as as is, but now it's really... It's like the more they pull Nia Jax's frontal to her eyebrows is the more <laughs> Shayna's shit is just <laughs> falling back. <laughs> Like she's starting to get that Paul Heyman, you know, esque hairline, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because listen, they need to understand the people they have and work with what they have. There's no reason why Shayna wasn't pulled up with her two little goonies and just had them running roughshod on shit. I just don't understand why they can't like. Just follow through with stuff. And that is my issue with WWE. You would have gotten Shane as a bomb-ass heel. And you would have also got the other two, gotten them exposure, gotten them, like, not fucking sewer possums and shit. Whatever the fuck (laughs) you be doing. Wrestling (laughs) fucking... 
possums in the fucking gutters and shit. And, you know, they would have gotten to learn the business and learn things. And, um, you know, yeah, like... it. Yeah, they have this thing where, let's say you are in a duo or in a trio, and then one of you stands out. They're like, you know what? You ha- they do they pull the Beyonce treatment. Like they see you and Destiny's Child. They're like, you know what? You're the real star. Yeah, we're gonna market it's... you. We're gonna push you. We're gonna do everything. And uh, you guys can uh, fuck off. Do whatever you want. And I'm like, and okay. Some people they need that backup. Right. Some people are not standalone stars, and they're and it's okay with that. It's okay with that. And I think they forget so much that they forget evolution. They forget the fact mm. that you can have a group of people and you can make all of them fucking stars, bro. Evolution right. made Batista and Randy Orton stars. Like you can do that. Like you First can make. Of all. These- Going way back before Evolution, think about NWO. Exactly. You can make people start. You can have. You can. You're talking about um Destiny's Child. You can be so good that you can have three fucking Beyonces, bro. Mm. You can have three fucking Beyonces. You can separate them, and then now you have three fucking stars. Like it. I, I just don't understand WWE. Like they don't like. Would the world handle three Beyonces? Yeah, definitely. No, probably not. It would fucking cause something that would fucking, like, alter the fucking space-time continuum and shit. (laughs) And a fucking black hole would, like, open up and suck us all in. Speaking (laughs) of black holes sucking us all in... Oh, wow. Okay, hello. You think you could hear Tony Storm ass cheeks clapping when she be, like, running around in the ring and shit? Bro, okay. I don't think it's her cheeks that clap. I think it's her inner thighs that clap. Mm -hmm. I just want them clapping on my face. Like, I just want to know, like, how how is it possible that she's so thick? I would give Tony Storm the world. Like, this is not even just like, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to fuck Tony Storm. This is I'm trying to wine and dine Tony Storm. I'm. You trying to be a gentle lady? I'm trying to be a gentle lady. I'm I'm trying to show her like the finer things in life. I'm trying. I'm. There's no reason why when I think about this woman, my mouth waters. Like, literally, <laughs> I have to swallow my saliva when I think about Tony Storm. Like, I'm trying to recreate the boat scene in 365 days with Tony Storm. Okay, I'm- all right, all right. Wow. <laughs> First of all, that movie was fucking ass, but... um, It, it was, but it was I'm trying to also... <laughs> Have Tony Storm's ass cheeks <laughs> on my face. Respectfully, of course. Respectfully, yeah, of course, of course. Like, I just like wow. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Like, I'm just trying to be like baby girl. Baby. <laughs> Listen, Juice Robertson is is a lucky man. 
Um, I just want to know how much she fucking benches. Like, yo, how many... Squ- you know she's squat queen. Straight. And she's only 5'5". Five, five. Dang. Yo, wait. Short women do tend to have fat asses, though. Short chicks tend to have a lot of cake back there. She's just like a perfect little press panini. Like a... <laughs> press panini? Can you imagine how warm between her thighs are, bro? Like, um, <sighs> and like the cake matches the thighs. thighs. Like, cause you know there'd be people who have fat asses, but like the thighs don't. It doesn't look like it holds it all up. Like this, you know, it holds it up. Like you know, her center of gravity is. Yo, wasn't she with Tyler Bay at one point? I'm shooting all the shots in the world, bro. I'm like, sis. <laughs> like, she'd have to file HR complaints because I'm I'm shooting all the shots in the world. Like, I'm shoot. I it. I'm going to Sonia. I'm like Sonia. Teach me your ways. Teach me. Like, teach me your ways because I'm trying to get Tony Storm. Bro. But I'd be like, Sonia, don't pull up on Tony Storm because you're gonna take my bitch. Like, I was fuck literally it. just about to say, like, imagine Tony Storm and Sonia Deville. Oh fuck! I'd watch that. Watch that? I'd. <laughs> I'd actually, I'd be the one recording. I'm like, all right, we're going live in five, four, three, two. Yeah, this is Pussy Leaking Scene Twelve. Um, where's my sound guy? Where's my boom mic? Yeah, I need you to get closer. All right. Really zoom in right here where the cheeks are. And Sonia, you know, just just do you. Go crazy, all right? We need more slobbering, more wetness, all right? Can, can you create that? Thank you. All right. <clears throat> and, uh, and Gina, are you ready with the towels? All right, cool. All right. And uh, where I are... Go- I wrap my face in the towel. Like, I'm like... <laughs> you are the towel? <laughs> I am the towel. <laughs> It's just I don't want to see her cry though. That's the only thing. Like she has a very ugly cry face. Yeah. Then again, who looks cute crying? Honestly, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like who really does? No. Creepy shit licking her tears. Like it's okay. Wow. Okay. All right. We're gonna be moving on. Anyways. (laughs) Well, uh, Royal Rumble is uh, coming up in two weeks, um, <clears throat> which, oh, I can't believe we're about to be done with the first month. Oh, actually, let me ask you before I move on. Drew McIntyre testing positive. How do you feel about that? I don't care. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move on. So, Royal <laughs> The shortest interview ever. <laughs> you know Goldberg gave him that shit. <laughs> that is all that. Alright. So I asked something in a group chat, which apparently y'all try to silence me about, but it was a legit uh, question. You wanna ask that question? I wanna, um, ask, I wanna ask the dead ass family. Yes, I will be canceled. I I am well aware. How come Goldberg never wrestled in a yamaka? Just mm-hmm. You see that red button right there, babe? I'm going to just need you to hang up for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, okay, how many Jewish wrestlers do we really have out here? 
My dude is running Goldberg and Goldberg right now. <laughs> Can you imagine Goldberg as your lawyer, bro? <laughs> he fucking, the court doors open. <laughs> and he has like mass security, like all his interns walking in as his security. He's blowing smoke out his mouth. <laughs> and then he looks, he looks at the plaintiff like, "You're next." <laughs> Imagine that, like, when they read the guilty verdict on his client, he just, like, jackhammers the judge. (laughs) You walk into the friggin' courthouses. (laughs) (laughs) All right, actually, um, there are a lot of wrestlers who are actually Jewish. So, yeah, so Goldberg is one of them, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Heyman. Of course. Uh, Kane. Kane is Jewish? Kane is Jewish. Well, what, you know what white people you never know and shit? Like, that's true. That's true. Billy Kidman. Um, Dean yeah, Malone. got a Jewish nose. Dean Malenko, Mark Merrill is Jewish. Kevin Nash, okay. Yo, Kevin Nash, I'm trying to see something with him. I'm like, not going to lie, same. 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 I'm trying to see I'm something. Trying to, I'm trying not to kick out. Yeah, I'm trying to see something <laughs> real quick. Him and Triple H. God If we go to access in Cali, bro, I'm going to need you for moral support, bro, because (laughs) a bitch might pass out talking to Triple H. Like, I might, I might. Like, what if you pass out and he catches you? Are you going to pass out again? Are you going to be like an inception pass out? I might pass out again. All right. We might have to set up like a ringtone for you to hear. Like when you're in dream one and then you wake up and then you wake up in dream two. And you're like, oh, shit. Exactly. Like <laughs> Stephanie might be tight because I'm feeling her husband up. <laughs> like, sis, you know how they say this is a lot of penthood tra- childhood trauma? Well, this is a lot of penthood Childhood, sexuality, sexuality, Don't and say um, child sexuality. That sounds, sounds. <laughs> like I masturbated a lot to Triple H back in the day, and um, it's just gonna come out. It's gonna come out. Like I think I'm gonna like orgasm, yeah, cry, and pass out at the same time, and I don't know how my body's gonna deal with that. Okay, first of all, with COVID restrictions, we're probably not even gonna be able to touch anybody. I I don't need to touch. Triple they're H. gonna they're gonna be doing that shit like you know when you visit someone in jail, you have that fucking glass between you. You just put your hand up on the glass and he touches your hand through the glass. And that would be enough to bring me to orgasm. Well, okay. That, Triple H just walking out into the into the room, the same room that I'm in. And it's gonna trigger something in my body. That... Bruh, Stephanie will fucking. <laughs> you just see that bitch running down the aisle like Terminator and she will fucking spear your shit. 
But my thing is, is Stephanie ready to die by that dick? Because she's going to spare oh, wow. me. And I'm going to remember that I'm from Brooklyn and I'm going to fuck her white ass up. And then it's like, sis, if you had just minded your business, this wouldn't have happened. Wait, you're about to have trial by combat? What the fuck? (laughs) You pull up in the gladiator suit like, I challenge thee for the hand and die triple h's hand in marriage says you telling me you see galena you not pulling up like sis can you fight um i'm gonna be honest i feel like roman is not afraid to punch a woman out no he will fuck you up like yo I he feel would, like Triple H is mad toxic and he would watch me and Stephanie fight. I don't think Roman would do the same. <laughs> no. Like, I would not even know joke. I would probably say, hi, Helena, nice to meet you. He's like, how you know her fucking name? And he would yoke my shit up. And I would be like equal parts scared, equal parts horny. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, um... Uh, and this is gonna be a combination of piss and cum like <laughs> for real like roman looked like the type you better not try his woman in front of him exactly boy, so i'm not even nope like it's two different things like he would probably put hands on me and forget that he's a professional versus trips he'd probably be like he'd probably be dying of laughter i'm not gonna lie yeah and then he would figure out a way to write that into storyline for Monday Night Raw. Like, exactly. For some <laughs> but I'm sorry. Roman is so fine. I'm trying. I don't give up. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care at this point. Listen, there's a certain level of just knowing yourself. And yes, yes. I catch Roman by himself. I am definitely trying to shoot my shot because what if homie cheats? You get what I mean? Like what if what if homie cheats? And here I am not being Roman Reigns's comrade when I could have. You know? Like it wow. <laughs> that elevated to a place I didn't think of. That's wow. Okay. Is that your type of elevator lifestyle? <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'm colonizing people, husbands. That's how I elevate myself. Colonizing people's husbands. Oh my! I, I will be honest. Um, I'd be so nervous. But the thing is, I, I don't cheating. find. I I don't think I would be there like lusting after Joe walking down the aisles of a supermarket. It's the mm. character of Roman Reigns that that's I'm attracted to. You get what I mean? And that's the difference. That's the difference. It's it's a difference. It's that's, a that's difference. True, that's but I mean it doesn't because hurt I think Roman is very doofy in in, in <laughs> outside of it. I mean it doesn't help that he's also very good looking. So yeah, but uh Oh, no. You know what? I'm lying. I'm still shooting my shot. I'm lying. I'm still yeah. shooting my shot. You know I'm... what? Um, you know those blank poster boards? I would bring one and I'll just tell Tony Stone to just sit on it and then I'll just trace. You know how you do the little hand turkeys for Thanksgiving? Yeah. I'm gonna do like a little butt trace of it. <laughs> That's it. Facts. I'm like, can you sign your name here? Thank you. She's like, um, this is sexual harassment. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, um, 
sis, just let it be done with so I, we can both move on with our lives. Like, um, if- hello? <laughs> Spoken like a true fucking sexual deviant. <laughs> Okay, I'm officially done. Anyways, I mean that is if LA's not on a fucking eighty fourth lockdown, like for real. Exactly. Y'all clearly don't know how to, <laughs> how to handle yourselves. But yeah, yeah y'all like how I'm come we never had a juice my package with insurance because when oh, I yeah, tell you, I'm hitting them with that. Yeah, cancel my trip for me, thanks, hon. <laughs> Just like I did with DR. I was like, yeah, cancel that for me, love. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and send me my money pronto. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Actually, you know, they're not taking returns. Well, my first question was, how come we never had a Jewish stable? And then my next question was, um, <laughs> Target is not accepting clothes as return. They're like, we'll give you a refund. You can either keep it, donate it, or recycle it. Yeah, as smart. Because, you know, bitches that shop at Target love to go in the dressing room and try on the un- the bikinis and shit. Mm. And nobody want COVID pussy. Like, nobody wants your COVID pussy juice anywhere near them. So. Absolutely. Speaking of COVID pussy juice. um, <laughs> What? Who was talking about that? <laughs> Um, did you see that bitch on TikTok that was lying that showed her underwear after she claimed it was an eight hour shift and it was the driest thing I've ever seen in my life? And I'm just like, hon, hon, who are you fooling? Like, who? Yeah. Who are you fooling? There's a lot. Underwear is sticking to my body at the end of the night. I have to use like a spatula to scrape it from my body. Ew. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> like okay. I've had to run to the bathroom To be like um is that My period no it's just This wop okay thanks <laughs> Okay Wow um, Listen I will admit It like I Sit <laughs> on something without Any pants on I'm leaving a Snail trail like th- Oh no same yeah, things be going on down there that I don't understand fully yet. I don't like it's leather couches and me are not friends. Like I'm I'm sticking to that shit. I'm all right. I'm gonna say this. Um, there's a lot of pick me ass women on social media that embarrass mm-hmm. themselves time and time again. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop because he's not gonna call you back, sis. He's not gonna text you back. What? He's blowing some other chicks back out. Like you but I'm I'm so happy with the dudes that were calling her out that were like, yo, we don't want that because um dry as Yeah, like listen, some days I will say there are times, maybe a couple times, you know, in the month where it is dry and I just happen to be looking like, yeah, sweet. I could go another day without showering, lit, whatever. But there are days where you're like, yo. The sweat, just sweat alone. I'm not even talking about discharge because the thicker your thighs are, the fatter you are, all the sweat gets trapped down there, okay? There be times where your underwear be so soaked, you be like, yo, did I wet myself? What is going on here? 
But then there's other days where, yeah, you have discharge. Guess what? That's how your body cleans itself. Like, if you don't have discharge, you should probably go get checked because that's not good. Like, if you're... Blathing body works drying right, like, you out from the they, inside. Like, and also, chicks who, yo, cause on TikTok, people be doing like, oh, look at my shower routine. And they be using like 18 products. I'm like, bro, you don't need all of that. Because guess what? One, fragrance is not good for your skin. That exactly. should you. And you're not you. supposed to be putting soap inside your vagina. Is it, yo, why are people finger fucking themselves with fucking sugar scrub? I'm like, yeah. bro. That is probably why you don't have a WAP. You have a DAP. Yep. Okay. You, that's concerning, first and foremost. That's probably why a lot of y'all be having yeast infections and fucking exactly. using, like, monocyte is only for seven days. Why are you using it for 32? Exactly. <laughs> Living on cranberry pills and shit. Like, why, why are you doing that? Right. Like, yo, listen. And dudes... And and days and thems and everyone listening to this podcast, discharge is normal. It, yes, is. it is. It's how you get rid of dirt and yes. get rid of stuff and keep it happy, clean. You literally only need soap and water. You don't put soap inside. You can soap it outside. And all for my thicker gals, obviously, if you need to separate the the pussy. yeah, get in between the thighs. You okay. The pussy meet the thighs. Right. The, the, y'all be forgetting that area. <laughs> you need to get a good lather. All right. On the, the outside. Ass cheeks. Under right. the ass cheeks. Inside the ass cheeks. All yeah. right. Get Under yourself a washcloth. Under the fupa. <laughs> in the belly button. There you go. Doop, 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 you know, the back of your knees. Yes. Especially if you're fat, yo. The back of your knees. Your every chicho, lift up every roll, lift up your under titty. Okay? Uh, like, everything. You just, soap and water. That's it. You don't need, yes, you can use a body scrub, but, bro, you don't need 82 body scrubs in the shower. Yeah, not not me. Like, I'm sorry, if you come in this way thinking that's what you're getting, no. <laughs> nah. Like, if anything, my shower is full of mad face products, and that's exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. Like, and I, I have, have never had somebody tell me that I stink. So right. for me, you don't need that shit. If anything, I think I, if anything, I'm critical of myself thinking that I smell. Exactly. But then other people are like, no, I don't smell anything. I'm like, oh, you don't because I stink. All right. So, yo, you, if you're <laughs> talking about eight hours, bro, after fucking. Me getting off the subway and going to work, I'm already like, oof, okay, hold on. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, people be lying. And and dudes, yo, let me, I'm pretty sure men be getting discharged too. Exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure the tip of your dick be having some sort of, you know, smegma, some dick cheese. Clean that. That's not good. That's not good. And your boxes should not have shit streaks in it. Like, Bruh. Like, I just don't understand it. I don't, I don't get it. I... Yo, you know what would be a lucrative business if wrestlers sold their used gear? Wait, like, what? Like, like, wait, wait, hear me out. Like, 
you know, after they wrestle a match or whatever and they sell their trunks. Like, you know, there's some freaks out there who would probably buy it. Like, yeah, I want to smell Mark Henry's Royal Rumble, I don't know, trunks. Wait, what? You I'm Like, imagine if Roman was selling his fucking tank top after his match. You lost me. (laughs) No? No. (laughs) Okay. It's a lucrative business, though. I'm not saying I buy it. I'm saying that that's a business. No, you're saying exactly that you would buy it. Giselle, (laughs) you Nah, Giselle... That shit would smell like a tortilla chip, bro. Like that's <laughs> Wait, wait, no, not Mark Henry shit. I'd buy Roman's used tank top. Yeah, I know you would. You see the way Roman be sweating? I don't want that man anywhere near me after that, boy. Like <sighs> No, I'm lying. Can you imagine how good Roman and Silky he feels just all wet and uh I'm that's lying. What I'm like, like, come on! You telling me you wouldn't, you wouldn't purchase Triple H's fucking sledgehammer with his sweat on it? I would. I want the trunks. I want Yo. the trunks. Okay, so this is what I I propose: we both get jobs doing laundry for WWE, and then we steal that shit and sell it. Exactly, bro. We wouldn't even get okay. one paycheck before we were fired, bro. <laughs> We wouldn't get one. First of all, I don't trust myself working for the WWE. I wouldn't get one paycheck. <laughs> no, yeah. true. They be having pedophiles and fucking rapists working there. I think we would yeah, be Yeah, but we're women of color, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. They, you're right. They, it's different. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> they would talk to me. I'd be staring at Triple H. He'd be like, get this creep out of here immediately. <laughs> one, one job. I would... I don't even think I'd pass the interview, depending on who's interviewing me. Like, I... Because I'm definitely working my way up the company, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, interesting. Well, anyway. <laughs> We're going to leave it right here. I think, I think that's an appropriate note to leave it off on, right? <laughs> And our next episode is actually going to be our podcast anniversary. Can you believe we've been doing this podcast for three years? What? Yeah. Yeah. How how y'all stand us for three years? I like, don't <laughs> know. I mean, the listenership has been growing. The follower count has been growing. I mean, slowly but steady. And you know what? I'm glad that y'all been rocking with us because... You know, we we just doing out here doing our bullshit time and time again, and apparently y'all still seem to be entertained. Um, <clears throat> I never actually asked you before, but what are your plans for twenty twenty one? I'm trying not to die. You know what? That's a valid plan right there. That that's a solid solid plan. Can't um, blame um, me. Um, I'm just listen. I've I think with like. Getting to the age I'm at is I've just become the most like me person. Like I just don't give a fuck anymore, bro. Like, and 
I thought it was just this whole like talk of just like, oh, when well, you get to like being 30, you're like, oh, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. But no, you mm-hmm. really, you really don't give a fuck. I really don't care. Like, I, I, I don't care. Like, this is the happiest I've been in a very long time. Like, mm-hmm. and that's such a difference because I was literally on the last episode saying that I'm about to throw myself off my roof. But. It's been a remarkable change. I'll say that. Like, I don't care. Like, you're going to get this body. You're going to get what I have to say. I I, I don't give a fuck. I um, have been on this I don't give a fuck about work life. Yeah. And because of that, I've been approaching things differently in that it's just what I do for money is not really what I am. I don't really care. Like the place could burn down tomorrow and I really wouldn't care. Um I've just been like, yo, I'm just living in the moment <clears throat> and that's it. Just whatever happens, happens. Like yeah. you know, like some people be like, oh my God, oh I gotta clock in. I'm and me, I'm like, oh wow. You know what? I kind of want to experience getting fired because I've never been fired before. So I'm, that's my that's my goal. I'm gonna try to get fired from my job this year. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the funny thing about that is, knowing my ass, they're gonna probably promote me because exactly. it happened in my last job where I tried everything in my power to get fired, and I was promoted three times. That's what happened to me. Like I'm now a fucking manager at my job, and it's just like. How? All I do is curse these patients out. All I do is have a bad <laughs> attitude. Like how? Like hey, I'll take the money. I'll take right. that. Right. But I don't give a fuck. Like I, I don't. I don't. Like, I don't care. Right. Like yo, my coworkers be like fucking freaking. First of all, I've been enjoying disability, and I know that's not a. That's a very privileged thing to say. I know a lot of people are like, what? And I'm like, yes, I was out of work for disability. Um, if y'all don't know what GBS is, look it up. And I'm like, yo, this is the happiest and most calm I've ever been is not going to work. I'm totally digging this. And then I'm I'm paid to sit in my bed. I'm taking that 10 out of 10 times. (laughs) I don't give a fuck how lazy that makes me sound. I I really don't give a shit. I'm bro. Like, I'm like, yo, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like working. And I know that, oh, the older generation is like, oh, you guys are lazy. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Because guess what? I don't have, I, why should I bust my ass or something I didn't even ask to do? My thing about it is the older generation could suck my dick because, first <laughs> of all, they were there at like 16 through 18 in soda pop shops and shit, mm. having the best time of their lives. While we were there working, I've literally been working for more than fucking 10 years now give me a fucking break i'm over it like give me a break i'm over it i'm over it and i just turned 30 so that says to you a lot that i've been working since probably like since i was like 17 yes i'm over it i'm over it hon like i'm (laughs) I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, okay, cool. You, you know, like it was, it was crazy because the other day, um, I told my boss, like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be coming back soon. By the way, you're gonna get stuff from 
uh, HR and they're like, oh, we're, are you excited to be back? We are. And and I just left her on red. I left my boss on red because I was like, I don't know about this excitement you're talking about, but I just need money because disability doesn't pay me enough. And I guess I got to go back. But you guys are going to get a new new version of Jizzy. Like, don't get ups- like, don't be surprised if the next episode I come on and I'm like, hey, guys, this is our unemployed Jizzy. Come at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be surprised because I'm, mm-mm. it's like, yo, this, this life is ghetto. This world is ghetto. Work is ghetto. I'm good. Like, give me the check and don't be my friend. Like, I don't want to hang out with you. I don't, I don't care. Like, I clocked out. I no longer care. Yeah, that's how I feel, bro. That's how I feel. My phone stays on do not disturb mode. It, I, I, I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm like, yo, why, why am I going out of my way when y'all just come and make my life miserable after that? Like, no, nah, I'm not coming in on my day off. It's my day off. Like, yeah, don't call me for shit. Don't ask me for shit. Don't, you know. Don't. And then another thing that managers do is like they like to guilt you because they're like, oh, well, you know, I have so many other things going on. I'm like, damn, that sucks. But that's not really my responsibility. Like, I truly do not care. Like, you decide to be a manager. Exactly. Manage. (laughs) Without me. Yeah. When I call out. Like, PTO means prepare the others. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You know how they say actors act? Well, managers manage. <laughs> and, and not very well. <laughs> and not very well. Well, Feeps, it has been I, Giselle, a.k.a. Jizzy, a.k.a. Jizzy, G6. All right, I'm staying fly, socially distancing, washing my hands, washing my ass, and having proper discharge. You already know the <laughs> co-host <laughs> with the most. Gina. A.K.A. Pegatron Prime, A.K.A. Young Dagger Dick, A.K.A. We're going to work on another A.K.A. I know yeah. I always say it, we'll but... Create, we'll create a new one for 2021. You know, it was, and the thing is, the A.K.A.s that you came up with were random, so we just have to have, like, a random moment where your A.K.A.s just come out. <laughs> yep. If Ooh, you want to know... A.K.A. Deku the Strap. Wow. That I like it. That cool yeah. the strap. I see. Okay. So when you hit them with that St. Louis smash, that's exactly. <laughs> you know what it is. Shout out to all of our MHA fans out here. If you want to follow us, go on Twitter. Okay. Our at is at Dead Ass Girls. We no longer have a Facebook. Facebook is a very disgusting environment. Too many old people and too many weirdos. So we deleted it. Uh, but we still have a Tumblr. We have a link tree, all right? The link tree, you click on the link, and you can find everything you need on there. And in case y'all have forgotten, we have new sponsorships, all right? If you want $10 off your $40 or more purchase, go to My Sensual Secrets, all right? Use the code SECRET10D, that's for us, and you can get $10 off. You can buy some erotic toys for you, her, him, they, them, whatever. You can get 25% off your purchase at adamandeve.com. Again, our code is erotica. 
And if you want to, I don't know, elevate your lifestyle, if you want to move to Bali and you want to experience better sex toys, better vibrators, if you need the luxurious top of the line stuff. Opening up your your throat chakra. (laughs) All right. Your throat chakra and your anal chakra. Go on to (laughs) JimmyJane.com. All right. So you can you can have this uh, mind journey throat journey pussy journey okay what other podcast you know has three sponsorship with adult adult toys none but us because they're not nasty like us they're not nasty they're not nasty all right keep it nasty but not like a dry pussy everyone peace love and chicken grease goodbye